Can you hear me out there? That's how you feeling today? So I'm feeling right now, man. Alright. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Can you hear me out there? Can you hear me out there, bro? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, mic check one, two, mic check one, two. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. What's happening? It is another episode of Two Dope Smarks. This your boy, Naj. It's your boy, CJ. And ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 13-1-3. Is that lucky? Is is that that a good thing? Or no? I mean, I don't know, Friday the 13th, I don't think that's so much of a lucky thing, but I always like that number. I don't know why. Yeah, 13 is kind of a sexy number, kind of. Taz used to rock the 13 in the middle of the, I don't know what that stands for, his tattoo, but I know he used that. Shout out to Red Hook. Shout out to Red Hook. Uh, Brooklyn. Anyways, uh, episode 13, and ladies and gentlemen, CJ is taking the wheel on this one. Uh, Right. Nothing for me this week. I am... I did not do a format this week. I did not want to do a format this week. I just like woke up one day and I was like, I didn't do a format. Right. At all. And that's usually not like me. But CJ said he's on top of it. So hey. CJ takes the wheel. Right. So I mean, you know, we're just gonna not too much out of the ordinary, not too much different from what we usually do, but um but I do got something I gotta get off my chest though by Yo, the end of the show. You and me both, man. I got into a I got into a heavy, heavy, heavy debate this morning and uh it it was uh, a lot a lot was said and a lot of good points and a lot of a lot of valid uh valid comments. It made me go back and watch some old stuff and um yeah man, I'm I'm sticking to my guns on this one, man. This shit is crazy. <laughs> While we're doing this, I am getting ready to go out. I'm sorry. Oh, what you had doing? Doing ratchet fuck shit with my friends. Oh shit! Washed, washed, (laughs) (laughs) washed, washed, ratchet fuck shit. You know the type of washed shit that you do with your other washed friends, right? You know, not really ratchet fuck shit, but washed ratchet fuck shit. You feel me? Facts. I mean. That's exactly what you're going to hear tomorrow morning when you wake up. Just... Nah, my nigga. <laughs> nah, my nigga. I got a, a fantasy draft tomorrow. I got a fantasy draft tomorrow. So, oh, I feel you. I feel you. You know, so I ain't getting too crazy out here in these streets. A nigga got to be level-headed, you know, for this uh, for this battle that's to come. And this what, what, is what we call what, fantasy what spot, football. What spot you draft, uh, drafting out Yo, a nigga didn't even go to the little draft random shit, and a nigga got number two in the draft. So I'm like, oh. I right, what's happening? So a nigga's number two in the draft. So 
So you're looking at Le'Veon? Quietest cup a nigga might get Saquon. Mm. Yo, you're not the only one. The Miz took Saquon stupid high in the in they draft this week, but um like dead like dead serious a nigga might get Saquon. I mean, I already know like Will Will's in our league, guys. Um well he's the commissioner of our league and so many other things. Um yeah, commissioner of many, many things. Um I know Will's probably gonna keep Odell, so there's that. You know. Right. Oh, I know. Well, I know Will's gonna, especially. I don't know where pick he's at in the draft, but if he does, he's gonna keep. He's gonna keep Odell. I, I mean, I think. I mean, I would if I had him on my team last year. Right. You know, so that's what I expect him to go. But that's just a little, you know, fantasy football outlook type shit. I don't know what I'd be talking about, man. All right, so um, you ready to get into it? Let's do it, man. Let's go. So SummerSlam, we're gonna start with a SummerSlam recap, man. Uh, did you get to watch SummerSlam? Uh, yeah, I was at the party. Um, with the city, shout out to the city. Okay, right, um, right, right. The homie Jordan, the homie Joe. Uh, they uh, held a little SummerSlam party, which was lit. Uh, a lot of weed, <laughs> liquor. Uh, a lot of food. Yo, we. Yo, I was grilling some steaks out there. Uh, my man Joe had the dope ass steak burgers. I don't know what the fuck those were, but them burgers was delicious. I like I ain't never had a good ass burger off a grill in a long time. Right. That burger was the one right there. I had like three <laughs> of them, and like I made myself a steak. I brought like two uh ribeyes over there that I had in the fridge. Right. So I was like, fuck it. You know, I had one. I think um I gave the other one to Joe. Right. Nice medium rare jump balls. Nice. Know. So, uh, yeah. Um, how did you? Uh, but I did see the, it. How did you feel about the uh, the kickoff show? Uh, I don't think I was really watching the kickoff show. I don't think I was like outside smoking or like just talking most of the time. But um, I thought SummerSlam was pretty cool. Um, the only thing I really didn't agree with was uh, with Charlotte winning the title. But as All what right, we've right. seen, but what All we've right. seen now. Right. I'm like, okay. And the only thing I didn't like other than that was um Braun coming out in the um in the beginning of you, uh, So you didn't like the, the Braun Strowman twist. You didn't like that twist. No, I didn't like that shit at all. You did that to get a cheap pop to get people excited. And then you just used that shit to get Roman over. That was a fucking right. cheap way to for us to buy in. Right. But whatever. Um shouts out to the homie Roman for winning the title. I, you know, I'm not even. I'm not even hating on him. I'm not even hating on him with this shit. Like, I'm not like. It's to the point where I don't even feel like it's him anymore. Like, right. I just think it's the fucking company. All right. Before we before we dive deep into the main card, uh, some some bullshit happened on the on the pre-show, and I'm I'm gonna address this because uh, it was highly disrespectful, and uh, I was a little bit triggered in the moment when it happened. So um, so the kickoff started with uh Sian Almas and Cien, um Zelina Vega versus uh Lana and Rusev. And not only did they defeat Lana and Rusev, uh WWE was advertising the pay-per-view during their match. So they like during the match they were giving commercials and it was like a picture in picture time deal. Right. Super super disrespectful. Like they limited them to about 7 minutes. I think the whole match was about 7 minutes. And in those seven minutes, you decide to show commercials of the pay per view that's starting in about an hour. Yeah, they straight up shit on them, yo. You know what I'm saying? not even gonna. I, 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 
there was a whole what? big like there was a whole big Twitter rant from like various people like stop advertising during the matches like and it's not even like you're advertising for a new product or something you're advertising for the show for that, that very already, product yeah like you're you're advertising for the show that we're already watching like so how does that help anybody and like it it's 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 such bullshit to see Rusev go from having a great title match with Styles to being on the like the first match on the pre-show. Bro, how you think I feel about seeing seeing Almas going from a classic match with Johnny Gargano, Johnny Gargano and um fucking Alistair Black for the titles and being relegated to the fucking uh, pregame show like that? But like, you know what it is? the difference the difference in that though is Sienna Almas is just getting to the main roster and Rusev has been there for years. So so it's kind of a it's kind of a bigger slap in the face. When you go from facing the WWE champion at the previous pay per view and headlining to being on the pre show for only seven minutes, can and we just show- say that the WWE doesn't believe in Rusev? They don't. They I, don't. I, not only do they not believe in Rusev, I think that they are literally just fucking around with the guy. Like they're just toying around with him at this point. I think the guy's done pretty much everything you have asked of him. He has had to play a role that he didn't. Even, he wasn't even so. Like I'm sorry. Rusev is a great fucking wrestler. He was great in NXT, and he was great when he debuted on the roster. And, like, they put him through the fucking League of Nations. They put him through the fucking League of Nations, which, like, in my opinion, could have popped if you make them more serious. But you didn't. You turn these niggas into fucking comedy acts, and fucking out of nowhere, Rusev turns this shit into gold, and you still, you still don't believe in this man. Like, it's bullshit. That was bullshit, uh, and I was... I'm sorry for Rusev that he has to go through bullshit like that. Right. That him, was the bullshit. Him and that so uh, we're just going to run through the card real quick. And if you want, you could just voice your opinion on whatever you feel like. So uh, after the whole Rusev bullshit, uh, they put on Cedric Alexander and Drew Gulak. Cedric Alexander won. That was low-key a great match. Right. He retained his title. They actually had a longer match than Rusev did. Uh, third match was the B-team defeating the Revival. I'm not fucking with the B-team. Why not? I want the revival with the with the titles, man. I want the top guys doing top things. <laughs> All right. Um, no so, kick. No, I mean, you know, no flips, just kicks. Like just right. fists. Excuse me. Like these guys are like a a throwback to you know the Heart Foundations, the you know the Brain Busters. Right. You know, like these, like these, and on top of that, these guys can work. Like these right. guys can work. Like they can adapt to anything you throw at them, and they've had great matches with, you know, with DIY, with either with Authors of Pain. Like they've had great matches, right. and you just putting them in. I just feel like it's just too many people to to put on, and it's just like I see why Vince is talking about doing a five hour RAW. Or or out of what do you say? Add an extra hour in a row? Yeah, add like an that? extra hour or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I see why you want because there's there's no way to it's a some people would say it's a bad problem to be in, but it's not. Like it's so many. Yes, the E has so many great wrestlers. All right, but, and, but instead of instead of adding an hour to Raw, shouldn't they just add an hour to SmackDown and keep them both three and three? I'd be down with that. I mean that would be the that would be the, after the after the next draft, I'd be done with that. That would be the smarter thing to do. 
I'd, I'd actually be down with that. I, I especially on Fox, but would Fox run with it? Would would right. they fuck with it? USA would fuck with that. Like a oh, word, yeah, we could do that. We got you. But it's Fox. I mean, Fox already gave him the bag, so you know we'll see. All right. All right. So um, the show kicked off with uh Seth Rollins, uh, with Dean Ambrose. Uh, Dope match. Versus Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre. Seth came out with the uh, with the Thanos gear. Dolph Ziggler had the fucking Intercontinental Championship screen printed on the front of his tights, which I thought was dope. When he took off the title and the title was still there, I was like, yo, this guy is fucking incredible. <laughs> um, How did you feel about the match? Dope match. I thought, t- I thought they tore it down. I thought they tore down the they, whole... Like, they definitely, you know... Uh... They jerked the curtain like, "Yo, this is this is what we about. This is what we gonna do." We, I'm not going we, front. Match, match of the night is probably between them and Samoa Joe and Styles. I'm not gonna disagree with you on that. Right. Um. So yeah, dope match. Uh, the next match was New Day, um, beating the Bludgeon Brothers by disqualification. So the Bludgeon Brothers actually retained the SmackDown championships. Um, I'm just gonna come out there and say it: the Bludgeon Brothers are are kind of boring as hell right now. Well, you won't have to see them for a while because Rowan's hurt. So, right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you know, repackage the Wyatt family, please. Um, now. Right. Now. Um, Braun Strowman squashed Kevin Owens in their in their match for the Money in the Bank contract. Yo, bravo, Kevin Owens, yo. Bravo. Like, this is what I've been talking Like, what I've been talking about with the whole Alma situation and Rusev situation. Shout out to Kevin Owens, who really hasn't been, like, doing nothing, but making the most of doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, a person who, of, of this statue, the second universal champion, mind you. The greatest uh, universal champion. Okay. Um, you don't think so? The greatest? We've only had three. Exactly. And he's the best one. We've had four, technically. Okay. Okay. The, yeah, the best one so far, yes. Yes, he's been the best one so far. He's the greatest universal champion in history. <laughs> and that's kind of impressive because look at the universal champions we've had. He's greater than Brock Lesnar. He's greater than Goldberg. And he's greater than Finn Balor. Oh, and, shit, I forgot about Goldberg. I forgot Goldberg had the And shot. he's greater than Roman Reigns so far. So he's he's kind of he's kind of up there. We haven't seen Roman's run yet, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. If, if if this is me aboarding the hype train, I'm not okay. First off, I don't hate the guy. I don't hate him at all. I've always just hated how he's been booked and how he's just haven't really had no ele- evolution of his character as and far as as far as um clothing wardrobe and swag right. you know well i can't say swag because i have seen the evolution in his character as far as swag and how he keeps you know how he's carrying himself my nigga wearing the gucci link chains out there right. you know as a as a gucci link wearer yo salute um he's out there you know doing his thing you know he you know so and he's doing solid matches, dog. He's doing solid matches. All right, so all right. I mean, I can't all get right. mad at him. We're gonna get into we're gonna get into the Roman Reigns thing in a little minute. So we're just keeping keep going down the card right now. Uh, Charlotte Bear, uh, Charlotte Flair going over Becky Lynch and Carmella. We saw Becky Lynch with the heel turn at the end after the whole embracing thing. Uh, Charlotte won, which I thought was dumb as shit, and that leaves her tied with Trish Stratus for most title reigns amongst women in history. And she also got booed at the end of the match. So 
Is Charlotte Flair getting Roman Reigns? Yes, it had. Yes, I was. I was going to talk about this. Um, right, let's touch on it because I mean, I feel like the same thing is it, happening with Charlotte. The monkey, the monkey has jumped off Roman's back, so to speak, mm-hmm. onto Charlotte's, onto Charlotte, and this is what's going to happen. Like, and and what's going to be so interesting to me is to see how she takes this and how the WWE takes this. Right, because you could be like. Because naturally, you, you any person be like, okay, what? Well, oh, well, she's gonna get all these booze and everything. You can just instantly flip her heel, uh, uh-uh, because you already turned Becky heel, right? You, like, who else are you gonna have as a face? Who else can be like the top face of that company? I well, mean, the company the, of, of of SmackDown. Who else? Not Who's for the, nothing. They they kind of booked themselves into a corner with. That's what I'm saying. That that's what I'm saying. You, that's what I'm saying. You booked yourself into a corner with this. Because I mean, sure. if you. If you were gonna, if you were not to cut you off, but if you were gonna, if you were gonna end the match like that, I would have much rather you have kept the strap on Carmella rather than give it back to Charlotte Flair. If if you weren't gonna give it to Becky, right? Because you could just do the the whole embrace at the end of the show, at the end of the match with Carmella winning, and then have the turn. Right. You could you could still have the turn, but right. different results, champion. Right. Like so, I yeah. thought, it, it would have been even dope if Becky would have won and turned heel turn. That would have been dope as right. fuck. Right? Can I you mean, imagine heel Becky champion? Right. And, and then cutting the same promo as she cut on Tuesday. Right. We're gonna we're gonna get into Tuesday. We're gonna get into Tuesday. Um. So, right. So that was the end of that match. Uh, Samoa Joe defeated AJ Styles by disqualification. Samoa Joe had the line of the night with the "Who's your daddy?" and then the whole "I'll be your new daddy" and. You know, Styles snapped and went with the chair. I thought that was dope. It was a great match from both of them. You know, these guys have a storied uh, feud throughout history. Yo, um, man, um, Eddie Guerrero was smiling down on this shit. Right. Because this is straight up Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio 2.0, so kind of so to speak. But as far as, I'm saying as far as injecting yourself inside the family. Mm-hmm. And these and these people and like these families are pretty much close. Like Styles and Samoa Joe are, are close from the TNA days. You know right. they've been down, you right. know before. So this is a like man. I'm very interested to see how this is going to turn out. I hope they don't fuck it up, but it's the E, so they will. All right, Miz defeated Daniel Bryan after they went on for for what was a pretty solid match. Um, this shit gonna go into WrestleMania, my nigga. Yes, it is. Agreed. Agreed. And I feel like the right person won. I feel like they were right in making Miz. Win. Yeah, the right person won. The right person won. Um, but do I agree with this whole Hell in a Cell shit? Uh, no. <laughs> um, but we got the- Marie- Maurice is gonna eat the pen. Mm, okay. You okay. have to. You have to, to to defend both characters. To defend both Miz and Daniel Brown. Right. Right. Okay. I can I can agree with that. Um, we got the demon back. Sure. Okay. De- demon Finn Balor came out. He uh squashed uh Constable Baron Corbin. So what what do you, what's next? What do you do? Oh, the demon came back. What's next? What does he do now? Well, I mean, we'll we'll get into what he did next uh in a couple minutes and when we get to raw highlights. Uh Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Jeff Hardy for the United States Championship. He retained. That uh, shit was weird as fuck. Yeah, I mean that yo, that spot where uh, he went for the swanton at the edge of the yeah. canvas. Yo, I don't know, like if you're changing, if you're telling him not to do the swanton anymore, why would you approve that spot? 
I yo, I was scared as shit. Like I like I. We all we all grimaced in the house when when that happened. We yo, all was like, like I jumped fuck? out my chair and I was like, oh shit, this is it. It's over. It's a wrap. Um, yeah, that was that was that was fucking. I no Randy, no Randy or nothing. Like I, I don't know what's going on with this shit no more. Two more, two more. Ronda I, Rousey I, defeated Alexa Bliss by submission for the Raw Women's Championship. I actually liked it. I actually liked it. She did in four it. minutes. It could have went a little faster. I mean, it could a little went. It could have went a little longer. But I, I liked the decision. Um, no, I, I thought it was weird for her talking to herself during a match. It was just right. kind of like, "Oh, you crazy, crazy." <laughs> but what, I, what I was, but, I'm, I'm still on the whole. I don't think she's ready to be champion, but. That ship has sailed because now she's the fucking champion. So somebody got to sell evolution. <laughs> I, I fair enough, fair enough. I somebody got sell. Somebody got sell evolution. I will. And, and this is no disrespect to Bliss, but you, if you're gonna be the main champion, the Raw champion, I don't think she's gonna sell this all female card. I don't think. I'm, I'm sorry. I no disrespect. To her. I will say this. I will say this. To, to, but she's a great complimentary piece. To challenge what you said, I will say this. You are right. Somebody does have to sell Evolution. However, if the WWE hadn't constantly booked themselves into corners when it came to the women's division, there could have been plenty of other people to help lighten the load and sell that pay-per-view better. If you don't bury Asuka by having her lose to Carmella a bunch of, a bunch of times. If you don't have the whole Sasha Banks and Bailey feud end out of nowhere and then become best friends again. There's certain things, if you hold off on the Becky Lynch heel turn and have Carmella retain, there's a lot of ways that they could have sold this Evolution paper a lot, pay-per-view a lot better. I think you can slow burn this Becky Charlotte shit to, to Evolution. I think you can. I think this, I'm, I'm very interested in, the, in this rivalry. Um, I'm kind of, I'm actually kind of invested in this. Like, I want to see what happens with this because, like, this is, I've always said from the first, from the pilot, I've always called Becky. Okay. The the Michelle of the of the deep, of the what they call them the horsewomen. She's the yes. she's the Michelle of the of the horsewomen. She's the fourth member of In Vogue. You know everybody else, but you don't know Becky, right? Like you, you know the girl can sing because every member of In Vogue can sing, but who is she? Now right. we're starting to see who she is. Okay. So now I'm invested to see what we, I mean. We already know who Charlotte is. She's the queen. Woo! Natural selection. You know all the, what? What they call her? Um, genetically superior. Right. Like which WWE gotta fucking stop doing with that shit. I don't. <laughs> I really don't like that genetically superior blonde hair, blue eye type. She like okay, mind cough. Like what the fuck y'all trying to pull over here? Right. Oh well, yeah. That's um, another. That's another discussion. But that me. that's another discussion. But I'm just saying. This is dope to me right now. Okay. This is dope. I'm, I'm not um, I think, and I think this could slow burn to to see what happens at Evolution. Um, I like it. I want to see. I, I want to see what Ronda does with this. I really okay. do. Um, I'm I'm happy for her, man. Because the I'll say the past couple years, there was a time where, yeah, she was the baddest woman on the planet, but Ronda wasn't really happy. Like right. Ronda was just, she just looked like a, a cog in the machine. She was just this force of nature from the UFC and doing all these movies and everything. And she just, 
like she started believing the, her hype. And then Holly right. Holm happened. And then Amanda Nunez happened. Right. And, you know, it stopped being fun. And I think it would stop being fun for her way before that, where she was just going with the motions and shit. Mm-hmm. But you look at her in the ring, there's some new type of expression to her. And I dig that. So it, she looks like she's having fun. Like she's Love in it. an element. Like even for when, when I was seeing her at TakeOver, you know, during the um the what the Shayna match. Yeah. Like she has this excitement. And okay. I think that can carry over to help new people who is probably fucked with her in the UFC world or little girls who are starting to now see her, you know. Yeah. So yeah. That's okay. my third. Uh, yeah, Roman Reigns defeated Brock Lesnar for the uh, Universal Championship. Braun came out. He said he was going to cash in on the winner. Brock takes him out. Reigns takes out Brock. Seemingly very fast and easy. How and long was it? It felt like it was two minutes. It was six minutes. Six minutes and ten seconds to be exact. They started the match with all kinds of Superman punches and spears, and it was just a... It was a shit show, and I mean. But do you um, think it was supposed to be that fast? I, I heard that there was a match that probably went too long, or whatever. Sorry, getting something. Honestly, honestly, I'm not even like. It it don't I don't think timing was the was the problem because again we're running this on the network. It don't matter timing. They can go 15, 20 minutes over the scheduled time. Like you know what I'm saying? It does. That's not gonna hurt them. It was a shit match. If you look back at their initial uh, first match back at WrestleMania when Seth cashed in, that was a good match. The storytelling was on point. You know, Brock went into it very strong. Roman, while he got his ass kicked, he still kind of stuck it to Brock. Like, it was it was long enough. It, it felt like a back-and-forth kind of thing. It felt like a, like a not so much like a David versus Goliath, but like, you know, like that kind of element to it. And it was a it was a good match. This what they gave us right now is is shit. And honestly, it doesn't even compare to any of the matches that they had previously this year. The 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 match at the Greatest Royal Rumble was better, and so was the one at WrestleMania. So um, for Reigns to walk away with the title and coming out of that match, and another thing, like it, I get it that people are jumping on the Roman Reigns train, and like you know the the, the whole thing is turning with him. But they cut those cameras off after he won so fucking fast because they oh, knew, yeah. they knew that that crowd was gonna boo the shit out of them for that they, match that they put on. Once the crowd figured out what the fuck happened, and once Vince realized that the crowd knew what the fuck just happened, right? Yeah, cut yeah, cut this shit, cut this right fucking now. <laughs> yeah, it was right like, fucking now. Once the crowd realized that they were tricked. Yeah. I mean, he's still going to be met with some trepidation. You know, people are not going to fuck with him for a minute. But we'll see, man. We'll, we'll see, man. I, I'm just going to say this, man. Congrats to the champ, you know, to the new champ. And, um, you know, and Brock Lesnar, we'll see you after uh, you beat Cormier. Right. Okay. Because I really feel like the WWE is going to do something crazy, like make Brock champion again with the strap, with the UFC strap. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Did you catch listen to me? Hey, listen to me now. Believe me later on. That's all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you catch Raw? No. You did not catch Monday Night Raw. 
I, I saw, but I saw the highlights. I, I saw what happened though. Okay. How do you how do you feel about what happened? Because I'm pretty sure everybody knows what happened. Uh, I love that um that fucking DDT that Dolph Ziggler DDT counter that he oh uh, well the DDT that Dolph always does where he like is over super dramatic and kicks himself up in the air. Got um countered into the dirty deeds. I did like that. That okay. was dope. Um. I fuck with the Shield reunion because we, you know, the WWE. We gotta make the niggas happy. We gotta, we, we gotta do something. We gotta keep these niggas happy. But that, that know, that's, that's exactly what I'm. Uh, that's what that. So it, so so they using they're using cheap tricks and smoking mirrors and all types of shit to get you to buy in. But that's oh. exactly why I don't like the Shield reunion. Like, how many fucking times are we gonna keep doing this thing? But the Shield reunion, you gotta admit, was cut short just due to injuries. It, it was, it was. Niggas I mean, was just hurt. But what are you gonna do? Every time the ratings are down, you're just gonna put these guys back together instead of letting the characters develop. Like if yes. you were gonna turn, if you were gonna yes. turn, listen, if you dog, were gonna how, dog, how many times? How many times? I'm sorry to cut you off, but how yeah. many times when shit got hard did them niggas drag out Shawn Michaels in 1998, 99? Right. But I mean, with, again, with, but with DX, first they had it with DX, then he, um, you know, and then he switched and went to the corporation, and then he went back to DX. And he, they had him as commissioner for like all that time, and then like, and even till to, to this day, when shit gets low and niggas need ratings and shit ain't popping, hey, throw Triple H and Shawn Michaels out there, we'll do a DX reunion or whatever. Fuck right. But you know what it is, also, we gotta, we gotta stop. Allowing that kind of lazy booking, that's pure laziness. As deep as the te- as deep as the roster is right now, you mean to tell me that you can't put on a good show without putting these three guys back together? You'll pop for it, so they'll do it. I didn't pop for it. I was like, "What the fuck are they doing right now?" This was this was, if anything, this is how I see it. This was an opportunity for them to slowly but surely build Reigns into exactly what they want him to be. They want him to be the guy. Eventually, he has to stand on his own, too. Every time that shit gets rough for him, the Shield can't come and bail him out. That's exactly what they did on Monday. Also, Dean's going to do the heel turn. Right. So, Dean could have did the heel turn on Seth because Seth is the one who initially did the heel turn on them, and Roman didn't have to be included in any of that. You get what well, I'm saying? He, had, he wasn't included in the first one either. Oh, Roman? Like, who? He wasn't really. It was pretty much him and Dean that was, wasn't it? When when Seth first changed, when Seth first turned heel. Yeah, but it was, that was just because, him. that was because Reigns was already going into the title picture. Like Seth definitely feuded with uh, Dean a little bit more, but Reigns was already had his eyes set on the on the big prize. So you oh. know. That's neither here nor there. Like I that, knew that. from Survivor Series, when he like took out when he took out everybody, I was like, oh yeah, they're really gonna put the rocket on this nigga. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like you can't like, especially now with these new TV deals. Like, what are you gonna do when these it's 2019 and these deals are in effect, and now you have to kind of deliver on what the negotiations and those promises were, and. You've worn out the shield so much that people don't want to see that anymore. My thing is this. Um, this whole deal that WWE has gotten was built, was 
brought to them on the not a platter, but the back of John Cena. Mm. Call it what you want to fucking call it. Say what you want to fucking say about him, but you can't fucking deny it. John Cena held these. How can mm. I say this? How, hold on, say, hold on, say, hold on. Say no, 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 because it's, it's not a. I just want to get my analogy right. That's the only reason why I'm pausing. Because okay. I've always called Sting the Kevin Garnett of wrestling, of pro wrestling. Okay. A person who stayed loyal for too long past his prime. Mm-hmm. Um, and with John Cena, John Cena just, I'm just trying to think, like, he's just that, he's fucking Cal Ripken. He's fucking Cal Ripken. Like, he held John Cena. Fucking Mariano. Like, he fucking held John down for, like, how many years? Oh, close to 20 fucking years. The reason why you got a billion dollars from Fox is because of John Cena. John Cena. Marine John Cena. Fucking train wreck John Cena. Fucking. Talk, so John, talk about it. Talk about it. John Cena brought them this fucking money. He brought them this fucking money. He proved that first you saw it with Hulk Hogan. All right, lightning in the bottle. All right, show me more. Okay, fine. We'll give you Hogan and we'll raise you to Rock. Okay. But Rock transcended and turned everything out. Like he, yeah, he comes back now and then or whatever. But Rock was, there was a time where Rock turned his back on wrestling. Like he was like, yo, I'm completely focused on this shit. Like don't talk to me about no WWE shit. So you have that. That's where John Cena came in. It was just like, I'll take that shit on. And he was taking entertainment. He was taking wrestling. He was doing all that shit. And he, like, the nigga knows, like, six languages. Six fucking languages. He's the, he, he's the person who you, he's the closer. He's the person you send in when you need that. When you need that. Mr. Whether, it's good, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, you're going to get something out of John Cena. And they, try, and they thought they could do this with Roman Reigns, but no. I'm just saying this. It is up on reigns. Now, now we about to see what the fuck is going to happen right now. Listen, this is because this is because you got the strap now. Yeah, he didn't have it for three years or whatever, but he got the strap now. Cena's pretty much out the door. I'm giving AJ Styles another four or five years. I'll say four at the most. Undertaker, gone. There's really like, there's not really a solid number two Let me right tell you now. Something. Let me tell you something. I'm going to say it now. You want a hot take? Roman Reigns is never going to top John Cena. Ever. No matter what they do. They could give him the but same got But he's got to bring, like, you, he's got to bring it home. You he's got to he's gotta, he's gotta prove, he's gotta prove why WWE was, why Listen. Fox was right to give uh, WWE that money. He Listen, has to prove I'm, that. I'm not saying that without reason either. I'm going to tell you why. Whatever he does in the ring... I don't see it in him that he can uphold what John Cena has done outside of the ring. John Cena has granted more wishes to the Make-A-Wish Foundation than any other celebrity in the world. This is, not, lim- this is not limited to wrestling. This is not limited to, to anything. He's, out, he's granted more wishes than any other celebrity in all of entertainment. And would do it again. Exactly. 
the dude is fucking selfless. Like, when you want to talk about a company guy, I don't think anybody in the history of WWE has been more of a company guy than John Cena. Yeah. So, I definitely don't see that in the cards for Roman Reigns, but time will tell. We'll we'll Uh, see. This is what I'm saying. This is, you got the ball now. Prove why they, like, show us why they got the billy. Right. Okay. Um, Moving right along, did you catch SmackDown? No, but I saw the highlight. <laughs> I like, I like the girl fight between uh and Becky's promo. Okay. Um, I heard the Brooke Valentine girl fight in my head while I was watching it, or okay. um, or stilettos by Crime Mob. Okay. Either way, it was dope. Um, I love the the Wendy's shit with a uh, Samoa Joe. <laughs> 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 Yo, hey man, this. We're seeing what's going down, man. It's I feel like Raw's got to step it up because right now, because SmackDown, well, SmackDown needs to pick it up too, but they're starting to pick up a little steam right now with these two uh, storylines that's going on. Okay. But but the A show is NXT. The A show is NXT. All right, we gotta get into we gotta get into that. How do you feel about? But I'm you? just but but I'm I'm just saying like people gotta catch up, man. I'm interested to see what's going on. All right. How do you feel about the New Day becoming five-time tag team champions? Who else are you going to give it to? I, 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 don't, I, don't know. I think the New Day deserve it. They, 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 listen, if we're talking about guys who are really, like, putting on for the WWE and really doing their jobs very well, you got to mention the New Day. Xavier Woods might be the big, one of the biggest stars in the WWE, and he's not even on screen like that most of the time. Up, Up, Down, Down has over a million subscribers on YouTube. Like, he's put, he's put in work. It, like, he took what Zack Ryder did and just upped it by a thousand. And put it to a better audience. The video game community is like... Well, he's a nerd himself. He's exactly. a nerd himself. So that already endeared him to the public. Um, it's just... Yo, man, I'm not hating on them. They're the five-time, 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 five-time champs. Not hating on them. You know, you know, good for them. Um, I just want to see more out of the tag team division, period. In both, well, I mean, in, also they, in, they, in, they, in, they, on both shows. I just want to see more from the. From I the will division. say this though: they are putting on great matches, also still. And I love the whole freebird rule thing that they're mixing up the teams, and you don't know who you're really gonna face. That's dope as hell to me. Yeah, because it was always a constant that you're gonna get Biggie, you know, Biggie and Kofi, right? And you know, um, so I just, yeah, man, um, I just want the tag team division to step up. But shout out to uh to New Day for getting the book on, okay. on them. Shout out to them. Do you think they're gonna finally get to use those sweet ass uh custom belts that they had that they were selling on their website? I don't think they'll bring them back. I hope so. I don't think they'll bring them back. It was, I, it's to the point where like, I think we're past customized belts, man. I think okay. we're past it. I think we're past those times. You okay. know, uh, the last great customized belt was the the, the spinning belt. Yeah, the last I, great I would I would like to see a customized belt. I think it's been enough time. Enough time has passed. We're gonna, but like I said, we, we talked about this last episode about having a belt. We're gonna have a belt show soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Bell talk. All right. Um, quiet week on Two and Five Live. I didn't. Wale was there. Wale, Wale was there. there on commentary. He did a great job. 
I would like to see more of Wally, you know, being involved with E in the future. You know, I know they got Peter Rosenberg. Peter Rosenberg was with uh, JBL on the pre-show at SummerSlam. Um, you New know, day, picking- New Day was on um uh, on Rosenberg's late night show. Doesn't right. Day. Right. Um. Yeah. You know. Good. 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 good still show. fuck Rosenberg. I. Oof. It's still fuck Rosenberg, but um. Yeah. You know. Whatever. I, that fuck you, Rosenberg. I, th- I think Rosenberg's a cool guy. I think he. Uh, I think he just does dick. I, I think he does dickhead shit when he's gassed by Ebro. I think I say. I think that's I say fuck e- I say fuck Rosenberg. I think he's a culture vulture. Oh, all right. We'll get into talk about that later. A culture vulture with what? With, with, with like the hip hop shit or with the wrestling shit? I truly believe that like he's. I mean, he's with the shits as far as wrestling. But hip hop, I think he's a culture vulture. Oh, I mean, he was also, I don't know, part of the first hip-hop podcast in history. Whatever. Lior, <laughs> found, Jay- Lior found Jay-Z. I don't mean, touche. All right. <laughs> we'll keep it moving. Uh, NXT, did you catch NXT this week? Yes, yes. My baby Bianca Belair did her thing. Okay. Um, I don't think it was a, a, a squash, but... It kind of was. It kind of was. On Peraza? I don't think... It, I, I guess. You know, shout out to Vir- you know, the Virtuosa, um, Marty's girl's girlfriend. You know, right. she's on NXT now. Um, she, I think she's going to make some noise soon. Um, I don't think it was a squash, but uh, Bella got that... Like she got that dub. Um, so I'm interested to see what happens with that. Um, Pete Dunne. Retain. I'm here, yeah. Pete Dunn retained. I'm I'm hearing rumors of uh, it's gonna be a Bianca Belair, Nikki Cross storyline coming up soon. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Um, how do you feel about uh? We didn't cover Takeover, so we could cover Takeover real quick before we go to break. Um, because yeah, it's been a quiet week outside of the WWE, and as it should be with SummerSlam. No, you fuck know. it. We, we keep it running, man. Let's just keep it running. Oh, okay. We'll, all right. Um, we're yeah, we're going to we get, get the picks. Next week, we got all in. So we'll, I'm pretty sure we'll be covering more uh, indie stuff on that show. But um, yeah, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, man. Uh, they kind of kind of went crazy on that show. The A show showed why they're the A show. How do you feel? All right. We're going to. This time we're gonna go in reverse order. We're gonna start with the main event. I'm just gonna. All right. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm. I'm gonna start out with this. Um. Listen. I showed my homeboy, who hadn't watched wrestling in a, who hadn't saw wrestling in a long time. Right. You know, he hadn't seen wrestling. Well, he hadn't watched like up to date wrestling. Me and him have been watching. You know, Raw, um, on the network. I got some. If y'all see me on Twitter, I've been saying. You know. Nah, just Raw 99. That's what year I'm on. But I showed, I, I got him to take a chance to watch NXT TakeOver, and he became a fan. Mm. Like, TakeOver makes people fans. What what exactly made him a fan? What match? The Ciampa match. The Ciampa-Gargano match. Right. And uh, the, and I'd say the Ricochet-Adam Cole match. Those two matches that he, talk, he talked a lot about. And he's a fan of the Holy Shit Chance. <laughs> it, it's cool so, to see a hood. It's cool to see a hood nigga like mark out to holy shit chance. Right. So, <laughs> so um, he's doing a chant right now. So Tommaso Champa retained against Johnny Gargano 
in the last man standing match for the NXT Championship. Um, this was another half-hour masterpiece by Ciampa and uh, Gargano. I think um, uh, we'll we'll get the list, but I think Triple H did this, right? I think Triple H wrote this, right? I believe so. I think I think either him him and Terry Taylor or both of them was behind this um match. Mm-hmm. Very great match. Yeah, I, I thought, already I, thought... I already know Shawn Michaels was he was behind, he was the producer on the the Adam Cole Ricochet match. Yeah, I think he's I been, think uh, I think the next he's been step following soon. that he's been following that closely. I think the next step soon is uh, I think Ciampa's on his way to the uh, to the main roster soon, along with Gargano. 205 Live? I don't know. That remains to be seen. I don't know what brand because I do think that they're trying to make 205 Live a more serious brand. And um, if because, you know, they had Drake Maverick alongside Paige and uh, and uh, Kurt Angle, I believe, at uh, SummerSlam. They had them all three. So they're trying to put him in there with the with the with the top show general managers, with the main show general managers. And um, I think they are trying to make them more serious as a brand. And if they are serious about doing that, then they have to change that ugly ass title. Um, the cruiserweight championship this. is completely fucking hideous. I want to say this: if they're starting to take two hundred five lives seriously, having you know Drake Maverick up with you know Kurt and Paige, why don't we have Regal up there with them? I, I think it'd be dope. This is just a complete idea. I'm not, I'm not trying to go down a rabbit hole. If we have a four way draft. Like if we're gonna have a draft, if we're gonna have the draft for both Raw and SmackDown, what if Two Hundred Five Live and NXT got in on it? That would be crazy. But I mean, like, can Two Hundred Five Live really get on it with the with the weight restriction? Did draft the cruiserweights? I think it would. But, I think I don't. I don't think so much a draft. I think it would be cool if like guys from Raw and SmackDown who met the the weight requirement had the option to go to 205 Live and challenge for the championship. That would be cool. Because then you could see a guy like Finn Balor go to 205 Live and take the Cruiserweight title off of Cedric Alexander. Yeah, but then you got but then you got that uh, but are you going to you going to take Finn Balor off of Raw? No, he comes back to Raw with the championship until somebody is the number one contender on 205 Live and then he goes back and defends it. Then why do you watch 205 Live? To find out who the number one contender is. So he's gonna do raw and two hundred five live. Yeah, he's gonna be on both shows. Enzo did it. Was he? If, if Enzo Amore could be on raw and two hundred five live, so can Finn Balor. Enzo Amore was maining was main eventing raw with the cruiserweight division and then going to two hundred five live, still wrestling. Well, that was because they was doing the same thing on SmackDown where they were still having cruiserweight matches. So that's you can't. Can. No, that's what I'm saying. Like. But now you don't even have cruiserweight matches on Raw and SmackDown anymore. It could. Okay. Keep going. Kyrie Sane defeated Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. Get Kyrie Sane Soul Caliber Two Dreamcast <laughs> music the fuck out of here, my nigga. Oh man. Oh, oh fucking! I feel like I'm about to battle Killick. On a boat somewhere <laughs> with Masergi or something, yo. Yo. I, said, but, I, said, I think I said it in Suplex City. Every time she comes out, I feel like K 
Captain Hook is about to come, and I just want to fucking I want a bowl of Lucky Charms, and two can't see him to sit on my fucking shoulder. <laughs> yo, where the buried treasure is at? <laughs> yo, great move set. You know, great oh, yo, wrestler. Her, her, all right, uh, on a serious her, note, her, te- her, te- her technical game is t- is top notch. Yo, her it's submission just... moves are ridiculous. That the anchor is a fucking yeah, the crazy, dope. crazy submission move. That, that's dope. I actually do like. I, that's the one pirate reference that I do like. Yeah, when it comes to her. Um, other than that, I guess the way they make her character is why I don't fucking like her. <laughs> but she's a dope wrestler. But um, I'm not. I'm not behind this yo, this yo hum Jack Sparrow. Fucking sorry, man. I'm mad yeah. that she comes out. I'm mad that she comes out with the steering wheel and the shit is not attached to nothing. That's what Ronda <laughs> was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like when Ronda said it, I was like, she's right. She's right. And she don't got no screaming. fucking hook. Every pirate needs a hook. She don't got no fucking hook. Fuck, man. Um, Ricochet. Yo, Ricochet. At, yo, hold up. Before, before we go there, you see what you see? They're giving Shayna the Nia Jax kind of treatment, right? Yo, listen, Shayna. I don't know what they're trying to do with her. I'm just. Did you I'm, see the? Did you see the tights? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, they got Shayna show with skin out here. <laughs> <listen>. <laughs> I'm not trying to see Sharon Corbin. <laughs> Yo, they got Shada. Yo, they got Shada out here showing skin with the sheer, with the sheer Jones. I, yo, I ain't gonna lie. She took a leather off. I was like, that's nasty. I was like, <laughs> yo, yo, she took the leather jacket. Off. I was like, yo, why? She got a hole. She got a whole hole in the spade. I was that's like, nasty. oh. That's nasty. I was like, yo, they get they giving her the night jack shoe. They trying to get her like the you know the deadly but still kind of sexy look. Listen, man, somebody got to love it, not me. <laughs> I mean, oh man. You I can see why you can't really do it with, you know, with uh with Sonya Deville cuz Sonya Deville is already kind of like out in a skirt a little bit. So, yeah. Okay. Um I, Yeah. Damn, I, I think they were I think they were dumb taking the title off of the Shayna. So Shayna Baszler, the young and may of NXT. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> the young MA in a Oh my god. Ooh. Yeah. I was watching the Pennywise video the other day and I was like, yo, I'm like, I can just see Shayna Baszler in there just chilling. Like, shout, shout out to Young MA. She killed her. Shout out to Young MA. She killed her LA Leakers freestyle early this week. I was fucking with that. Yeah, go check that out online if y'all haven't already. Yeah, um, shout out to Young MMA, man. No, no problem. Rick, Ricochet, that. new NXT North American champion, defeated Adam Cole. Uh, I'm with it. I thought it was a great match. I mean, I know they did a couple of spots that they'd done previously in the Indies. Uh, the super kick in midair, that shit was fuck. It's the that's the, that spot doesn't lose shock value. Like that shit is dope wherever they do it. Yeah, my homeboy jumped out of his seat when he saw Ricochet's neck get caved the fucking right. My fucking Adam Cole. My homo was like, yo, for real? He was like, right. yo, for real? He was like, for real? <laughs> um, yeah, they, they killed it. I, you, you know what's crazy? I'm looking at the time limit for the for, for the NXT uh, takeover tapings. And outside of Ciampa and Gargano, they really, these guys work in 15-minute windows, all of them. Okay. And 
And these 15-minute matches are fucking amazing. Because uh, Velveteen Dream defeating EC3. Crazy That was match. an awkward match. That was an awkward match. It was an awkward match as far as styles go, but I think they, they carried it really, really well. It, it, it pulled off. It was a great match from both men. Right. But it just it just looked awkward. Like, it, it was like... That I'm, I'm, cash is... It was like a degree lower... Then the cash is Ono match. Like, yo, this looks awkward. I wouldn't go that far, but I will say this. I know last but as far as but as far as selling it top notch. Right. I I think I will I will say this. I know last week you said that this would be a big test for Velveteen Dream to see if he could pull a good match out of somebody whose style clashed with his. I think he passed that test. I think he's capable of pulling a good match out of just about damn near anyone right now. Well then EC three get hurt, that's why they uh called the match or whatever. Like, um, no, Velveteen won. He uh he hit the he hit the purple rainmaker on the edge of the apron outside the ring and covered him to the pin. He won clean. I, I know it was, but I'm just saying like he was like he EC3 got hurt during the match. Oh yeah, he got a, he got a concussion or something like that. Something along the lines of that, I think so. Like, like a black eye or something. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Something something very minor, I believe. I don't think it was too serious. You know, these niggas finally they stopped, finally they stopped Me- shitting on Velveteen Dream and actually let him go over. What about the pants? Oh, the call me up pants. The Vince call the me call up. me up Vince. Oh, call me God. up Vince. So um, yeah, there was there was uh there was some rumors, you know the, the 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 wrestling observer kind. There were some rumors that said that he had gotten some heat backstage about that. And it's um, work, 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 work. Exactly. Work. Yeah, complete bullshit. Like you know, I'm pretty. Do sure. you think Triple H would have let that shit go past the the gorilla position? Absolutely not. He was he, he wasn't making it through those fucking curtains without clearance. I actually think if Triple H would have saw that and like was surprised, like I really think Triple H would have said nigga. He would have looked if he would have looked at yeah. nigga, what nigga, nigga. You get your ass back in the locker room and change them shits. Go get like, the whole he would, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you he, oh, he would have let out a, you yeah, I think that H would have said out would have said the word nigga. Right. He would have saw that shit. Um but um Yo, Velveteen okay. Dream is just proving why he's that dude and why the future's in great hands. Okay, last match for TakeOver, which was the opener. Uh, Undisputed Era defeated Mustache Mountain to retain the NXT Tag Team Championships. How do you feel about it? Uh, this is what I want from a tag team match. Right. It was, so, team match. it was so much drama. And I love Kyle Riley just the way he sells. Like he, like mm-hmm. Kyle Riley be looking like he dead. Like he just right. dead. Like remember, like back in the day, you used to see X Pac after a match, and X Pac just like I'm dead. Uh-huh. You gotta just carry me, just carry me up the ramp. Like that's how Kyle Riley be looking. Right. Like great selling, great match. Um, the storytelling was dope. I liked how Trent Seven uh, grabbed the title. Uh, yeah, the, the, the whole towel. the whole towel. Yeah, yeah, that it, was dope. I, I'm down to see it again. Like, do it again. I think Tyler Bate is really coming into his own. He's a completely, like, he's done little minor changes up until now, but he's looking like a completely different wrestler. If they, give the him a so, that, if they give him a solo run, I hope they let him do this whole little, uh, this whole little but Conor McGregor persona yeah, that he's been having yeah. on Instagram lately. Yeah, I like it. I like that. I, I hope they cool. let him rock with that because that McGregor persona that he's been doing on uh, Instagram lately with the shorts and the, you know, he's he been swagging out this summer. He was, nice. you know, 
He was swacking out this summer. Facts, facts. My Big, man Tyler Bay was my man Tyler Bay was feeling himself. Big strong boy. Nah, he was out here. He was he was definitely he was he's definitely making moves right now. I think if there's anybody that I'd like to see with the with the take the UK title off of Pete Dunn, it's probably him right now. I don't I think, think they're gonna get the NXT. I think they're gonna get the NXT tag team titles. And and undisputed gets the call up. No, I'm saying they're gonna go to NXT UK and get some titles. Oh, okay, okay. I think that's what's gonna happen. All right. Um, um I'm interested to see a Ricochet P Dunn match, though. I want to see that pop off. Mm. North okay. American versus Brit, you know, versus right. Okay. All right. Be back. I don't know what. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Um, it happens sometimes. It happens, especially with us. It wouldn't be a show if we didn't have a technical difficulty. Yeah, we're we need we need to drop for a technical difficulty. We need a sound effect or something. We just need to learn how to punch. You know, get a laptop. We need parts. We need parts right. to you know to. Cause they be taking mad breaks and you don't even know it, but they just this is, this is we need a way to punch in on anchor. We don't have a way to punch in on anchor. All right. Um. But anyway, like I was saying, I think it'd be dope to kind of see you know a North American against the United Kingdom. That'd be kind of dope. Right. Um, I think it was that what I was saying. What was I yeah. Saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And that wraps up this week about in uh, WWE. And weekend wrestling really is really a quiet week outside of the WWE. Okay. All right. Before we go, um, let me talk my shit right quick because nothing oh, really okay. happened. Because nothing really happened in the culture. Nothing really of substance happened. Right. Six nine versus Ludacris. <laughs> Whatever. But um. Oh well. Before I get to anything else, um. Shout out to, uh, I guess our our podcast forefather. Are you know the man who has pretty much showed us the way as creatives, you know, in this podcast game, who's pretty much flipped it and turned it on his whole fucking head. I saw him a couple months ago, and like, I talked to him about this show, you know, and he gave me a lot of advice, valuable advice that I I will take with me, you know, to to further progress this. Um, so shout out to Joe Button. And the Joe Budden podcast. I wish we had a clapper. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Shout out to you know to Joey, Rory, Maul, Parts, you know Savon, Automo. Got the bag from Spotify. Yo, CJ's on his job right now, yo. Listen, man, I ain't got a soundboard, but it's working. This is I got some things here. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, so shout out to Joey, man, um, to all those guys. They got the back from Spotify, um, you know, showing us podcasts that we can still do this and we can get fucking paid. So uh, shout out to him. Uh, yes, definitely. Yes, definitely. But now let's get to big, this. Con- big congratulations let's- to Joe Buttons on that, man. I, say, I know he... Uh, he worked hard for that, and uh, he's been putting a lot of time in uh, breaking down barriers. So good for them, man. Good for Rory and uh, Mal and all the guys at the show. Yeah, because this only makes way for us. 
us. Podcasters like us. Like right. the you know, uh fucking yes. This this is not much more about them but about yeah, us. Yeah, when I say us, I mean all of us. I mean us the exactly. community, whatever face, uh don't try this at home radio, all of us, like all, all, of, all us. of us. So yeah. You know, yes, definitely. Let's let's go out here and let's get this. Um so let's get to the fuck shit. Oh. Skylar Diggins went on um <clears throat> I don't know what she did, but she, I think she wrote an essay or whatever talking about the pay gap between the players in the WNBA and the NBA. In the oh, essay shit. in the essay, which was a really good essay, you know, she shared about the disparities in the in the pay gap, you know, and this the things that the women's team have to go through. You know, yes, they play thirty nine games in a season, but they also like right after that they fly over to their respective countries to play, you know, to play ball at, and their seasons are so long that sometimes they miss WNBA training camp because they're still over in China or Russia somewhere. Mm, you feel me? Mm. You, on top of that, the, the WNBA players they don't get private flying; they have to fly commercial. Commercial, bro. Mm-hmm. You gotta fly commercial with us. And it's just like, um, yeah, women should definitely get paid in the WNBA. I don't know the the specific numbers of what's going on or why they're not getting it, but yo, they need to get it. You know, right. and, my, and, my, it definitely, and they definitely and they definitely need privatized flying. All right, like, my question is my question is this, because I'm all for them getting all of that. But hold up, hold, but but hold up. This is not. This is. This doesn't end. This doesn't end. I'm just. It's a shit sandwich. I just gave you the the nice stuff. Now I gotta oh, give man. you the shit. Okay. So in this same essay, she starts saying that NBA players need to do better in supporting us. Um, the NBA players don't support don't support them, and that um, ESPN rather would spend much. Um, spend more time trying to figure out what LeBron's eating today rather than talk about the WNBA. I mean, it's true. They do worry about what LeBron's doing a lot. Um, and then she said, she said, uh, Harrison Barnes is the highest paid player for the Dallas Mavericks. She was like, um, I'm the highest paid player for her team, which is the Dallas Wings or whatever, or the WNBA team. And I forgot to, I, you know, sorry, bad reporting. I don't have the wages of both of these guys, but it's a lot to a little. You know, you know how you play in a space with somebody and they actually winning. You like it's a lot to a little. Right. Yeah, that's that's what that's what it is right now. And so she was like, um, "I've done way more than him. I've made four All Star games. Do you know Harrison Barnes' stats, bitch? Mm. What? First off." Throw some respect to my man Harrison Barnes' name. Uh, perennial All-American from North Carolina. ACC Rookie of the Year. Um, what else? Almost led him to a national title. Uh, what else did he do? Uh, top 10 in the NBA draft. Um, what else? I think I'm leaving out something. I think I'm, I'm leaving out very important things, DJ. 
And what can I be forgetting? Oh, the fact that he's a fucking world champion. Right. And a part of a 73, a 73 and 9 team. Right? That's the, that's the record, right. right? 73 and 9, right? Harrison Barnes was a, right. was a part of that shit, right? Yep. He was. Compared to somebody who has, oh, I think he has a gold medal. He does have a gold medal. Compared to fucking yeah. four WNBA All-Star teams, um, I don't ever remember you getting a fucking gold medal. Um, I don't even think you and lame-ass Notre Dame even sniffed the fucking Final Four because, or maybe I'm, y'all probably did it once, but Maya Moore and all them girls were smacking your ass around like you was a fucking rag doll, and you couldn't do shit. So and then, I think you tore your ACL one of them years too. So fuck out of here, Skylar Diggins. Like this is what like I don't have no problem with what you're saying. Sometimes you gotta ruffle feathers. You know, you have like uh, Mark Cuban said today. Sometimes you have to be loud to get your point across. But there's certain things that you have like you still have to be tactful when you're being loud. Like, all right, all right. don't talk about right, right, some. Don't hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. I'm gonna let you talk your shit now. But we got breaking news right now, all right? I got I to gotta kind of pause. I got to put a pin to what you're saying, and we got to cover this right quick because this is just happening. This is hot right now. It's trending. This is going crazy right now. You ready? Come on. Neville is officially freed of his WWE contract and cleared to compete outside of the WWE. Free the locks. Free the locks. Neville, a.k.a. was the locks of the WWE. I think it's safe to say that he pops up at All In. Oh, yeah, that happens. And then this explains the whole Cody Rhodes, I miss Neville tweet earlier. Look for Neville in New Japan. No shit, no shit, no shit, no shit. Does Neville join the elite? No shit, no shit, no shit, no shit. Hey, good for Neville. Good for him. Does Neville join the Bullet Club? We'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. This is this is pretty fucking huge. Shout out to Neville, man. Shout out to the King. I don't know, man. This is exciting. This is shout out to the King of the Cruiserweights, man. You know, getting out that deal. You know, my man. You've been waiting for a long time, you know, so I hope you're ready because, you know, these companies about to come and come calling, you know. I wouldn't even mind seeing them in Impact. Fuck it. Uh-huh. You know, because that Mexican uh, table match last week with with Pentagon Zero and fucking Sammy Callahan was crazy. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, I'm, look- I'm looking at the sources right now. Pro Wrestling Sheet has a uh, has a uh... Ran with the story. It's good. The story's getting picked up, so it looks like it's pretty legit. It's still fuck Skylar Diggins, by the way. Yeah, that that's. Uh, I won't say fuck Skylar Diggins, crazy. but you, but you're wrong for for doing that. You know that, and you're you're wrong for that. That I feel you on your plight. That y'all should be fairly paid for your services because y'all do put y'all bodies on the line like any other athlete out there. You deserve that. 
Right. You deserve that respect. You deserve that pay. You deserve the amenities, everything. But don't go it about it this way. Like, don't start calling out male players, yo. Don't don't do that. Because, and if you look on a tweet earlier, he um a couple weeks ago, he tweeted something out about the Dallas Wings and their playoff push. Talk about you know, hey, Dallas support them or trying to support her for an All Star vote. Mm. Huh. Huh. But niggas, yo, know, so somebody please, if you see Skylar Diggins, Smith, excuse me, Skylar Diggins Smith, if you see Skylar Diggins Smith, please hand her a quarter because she played herself. Hand her a quarter. She played herself. Hand her a quarter. She played herself. Or you could just play this song for her. Will that trick? Yeah. I don't want no bodily harm to come to her. But she, she should be quiet. She should be quiet. You don't want nobody to whoop that trick? Nah, man. No, 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 no whooper. You know, just. Man, DJ would be ashamed of you. You got to keep your pimp hands strong, man. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I'm. I, I'm not too sure I should take advice from somebody who's pronounced man as man. Anyway. You fucking up my head, man. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, that's my two-piece. That, that's that's pretty much it. Okay. You got to talk your shit. You feel a little bit better? Yeah, man. I feel all right. All right. That's what we're here for, man. We're here to listen. Thanks, we're here to talk and listen. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And occasionally whoop that trick. Uh, apparently. <laughs> We gotta whoop that trick, man. Nah, bro. Oh man. So you were all right. So um, yeah, man. What's your what's your, what you rolling with with your pick for the week? Oh, <laughs> yo, I've been excited about this pick for like the past couple of days. I mean, but I was actually gonna flip flop because I I didn't know what I was gonna choose until like today. Like today was when I was like, yeah, I'm rolling with this mm. as my pick. Um, okay. I've been rocking with Matt Miller's album for the longest um, since it came out. Like, I love it. Um, shout out to him because it, it's def- right. it definitely gives you two sides of this whole how – it gives you both sides on how people, particularly male and female, take breakups. Mm. You know, like, I mean, yeah, you had Lemonade and 444, but – you know, Sweetener just came out by Ariana Grande and from all signs on that album, she's fine. She's engaged. Mm-hmm. She's great. She has moved the fuck mm-hmm. on. Mag Miller not so much. Mm. And, and I think it's great, I mean, that these two artists got to tap into these things and make these bottles work. I'm not saying like, no, I don't think that Mag Miller should feel, you know, how he feels, you know, I don't want nobody depressed or whatever. Um, but I'm glad that making music was therapeutic for him and he felt compelled to share it with us. Right. You know, feel the same thing about Ariana Grande. I'm happy that, you know, she's happy. Um, she's found love and all types of stuff like that. Yeah, everywhere. Um, she's bringing that out. She's showing that too, that she's okay. Everything's fine. 
Um, and and that God is a woman. I mean, so shout out to her. She 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 killed that VMA performance. I will say that that song is uh that song is pretty fun. You know, so Ariana Grande has told us a lot of things that she has a bed with your name on it, and that God is a woman. Two opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> Nigga, just put your finger right. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Oh, pick a K, okay? Sorry. <laughs> uh, my pick is um, this dude. He's a young dude. He's like, I think, seven, like 17, 18, um, out of Kentucky. Just got signed uh, to DJ Drama and Don Cannon's um, record label, Generation Now. Mm. Um, white boy by the name of Jack Harlow from, like, yo, this? <laughs> Bruh. I've seen him on the internet. He he spits. Homeboy spits. Yo, there's this song. There's, there's a song called um, the song I'm choosing. This yo, it's the first like it's the first song on the album. So as soon as you hear, you're like, oh, 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 this how you going? Like this in the album fire. He's got a uh, K Camp on it. Um, who else has got on it? Um. Great produce, great production. You can tell he has a um, he's got an in-house producer with him. Um, uh, my pick is Jack Harlow Sundown. Um, great song. It's about two minutes. You, you, you wish that he did a second. It it feels like he did two verses, but he only did one. Um, but it's a dope song. That's my pick, Jack Harlow Sundown. Okay. Um, my pick is a throwback again this week. Um, I know I've been, I, you know, we've been touching on it. Um, when we are, we do have plans to, you know, do an episode or, you know, a segment dedicated to the whole mental health thing. And, um, you know, um, I'm pretty sure it's a stressful time with a lot of people, like, you know, they're dealing with the whole back to school thing. You know, I just dropped my sister off the, my sister-in-law to college the other day. So, you know, that was, that was tough. Cause you know you never really you never really prepared for those things until you in those situations. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and she been she been staying with us for like you know what I'm saying? Like I think the past year or so. So you know even dropping her off and seeing everything that she's overcome, like you know that was like damn, like you know like she really you felt like a father. She really like, yeah like huh? you felt like a father dropping off his kid. Yo, like and that's it's crazy you said that because I said it. I was like I feel like I'm leaving my daughter at college right now. Like this is crazy. Like. Like, I'm talking about I'm moving her stuff into the dorm and there's, like, football dudes there. Like, yo, you need help. Like, you know, I hope you Like, looking at her, like, yo, you need help moving in. And I'm just grilling these niggas. Like, nah, she good. Be like, <laughs> like you know, it, was, it was one of those. Yeah, I, I feel facts. you because so, like, um, you know, my sister is about to have a baby this weekend. Uh, she's right. supposed to. So, Big you know, so, I'm like, on that call. you know, I'm waiting on that call. I've always felt like that's my little girl. Um, So, right. Yeah, and she's had two kids. Or I mean, she's had two kids already. But I'm, that's still my little girl. You know, that's my sister. Right, right, so right. anytime she's like, I'm gonna, I'm like, you know. But whatever. Uh, shout out to Diamond. Um, so yeah. So um yeah. Um, I was I, I had a toss up because there was these uh two songs that I always played. Um, you know, whenever I, my mind was elsewhere or I needed to like you know get myself together or whatever. Oh, so shout out to Kid Cudi, but I think I'm going to go with the Kanye West one. I'm going to go with Street Lights by Kanye West as my sleeper pick of the week. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? That song is always that song always stuck out to me. It's a feel-good vibe. It's really not like, you know, 
he's not really saying much, but he's saying just enough, like in exactly what you need to hear at the moment. So I dig it. I dig it. My pick is my dig it. Up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout outs before you get out into them uh Chucktown streets and uh tear it up. <laughs> uh shout outs um to the fam, to the good brothers. Always. Always. Um to the umbrella. Don't try to sell home right. radio. Uh, the committee podcast, whatever face. Uh, one, two, three pins, the umbrella all day, every day. You know, you either up under mm-hmm. it or you get rained on. Um, Facts. Shout out to them. Uh, who else? Uh, oh, also shout out to Ox DJs um, at Ox DJs as well. Um, Shout out to the people who listen to us. Shout out to our listeners. Shout out to Matt. Uh, shout out to mm-hmm. KJ. Shout out to you know everybody who's listening. Right. We we've seen y'all let y'all voices be heard ever so gently. Y'all not fucking with two hour shows. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're they're like nigga. Y'all are not Joe Budden yet, nigga. Cut that shit. Yeah, out. we'll keep we'll keep it we'll, we'll keep it in mind. We're, we're, we're keeping it in mind. Okay. We're working on it. This is only episode thirteen. Give us a right. fucking break. Um, but yeah, shout out, shout out to y'all. Love y'all so much. Um, shout out to the city. Shout out to the elite. Um, uh, it's going to be a, an interesting couple of months for us in the show. I mean, for us individually, it's going to be an interesting couple of months. Right. Um, and just for the show, um, based on the, contingency, the contingencies of the changes that are happening with us individually as men. Right. So um, it's very interesting to see what happens these next these next couple of months. Um it's so fun doing this and we have a great time. We have a blast. Um I'm sorry I didn't have a format this week. CJ you did a hell of a job with a format. Oh thank you. I did that on the I did that on a whim, bro. I learned from the best. <laughs> um <laughs> you know so hey um yeah man shout out to Will one two three pins um even though I I said good brothers um yeah, man. Shout out to my nigga Rashad. Uh, you know, uh, he's he's been down listening to a couple of our shows. Uh, he's while I've been recording, and he was the guy who I was talking about who got into NXT, and he's become a, a fan slowly but surely. You know, we just we just moving him into him slowly. I'm not gonna push too much on him. Facts. He'd be too sweet in us. Soon. Yeah, he'd be too sweet in everybody. Yeah, he'd be too sweet in everybody soon. He's already started the holy shit chance. You know, we'll see what happens. You know. One chant at a time. Right. But, um, yeah, man. Um, we love y'all. Uh, we love doing this. Always. Um, Always. So, yeah, that's that's it. That's what I'm not trying to say. Right, man. Same with me, pretty much. Shout out to the family. Shout out to, you know, the good brothers, Will, Naj, everybody. Uh, my girl, Nina. My sons, Noah and Kason. Sav, Seti. You know, everybody. Um... Shout out to the committee, whatever face. Don't try this at home. You know, everybody, man. Uh, the city, the elite, the listeners, you know. I mean, everybody, man. It's, we spread the love everywhere. It's like uh, in your everyday life, you have enough to worry about. So if we could take your mind off that for an hour, hour and some change, and, uh, you know, put a smile on your face and make you laugh at something we say and entertain you for a little bit, then, you know, we take pride in doing that. So um, much love, much respect to everybody. And, yeah, that's pretty much it for me, man. Good show this week. All right, so we gave y'all a decent show. We gave and on that we gave y'all two give y'all these picks. Yeah, we gave y'all two picks. So uh, 
There's nothing left to say, but uh, this is Naj. DJ, signing off, man. Hit us on Twitter. Hit us on whatever. Yes, man. hit us on, on Twitter, at 2 dope smarts at... Right. At CJ Tweeted, at uh, You Want to Be Nice, be nice yes. you know? Hit us. Hit us. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You know what it is. Roll with the wins. Stay smart, and we out of here. Locate your lighters. Locate your lighters. Yeah. I'm going to get that lighter sound effect next week. Watch. You talking about the Wheezy one? Yep. Oh, wow. Watch. I'm going to get that. Watch. Big man. Big man. All right. Enough talk. <laughs> All right, y'all.